All right. Well, shall we get started now? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome back to Soul Back. Uh, this is the R&B podcast. It's been a while since we did one of these. Uh, actually, it's been about three weeks, but we used to do this weekly. Uh, we're going to try to get that back into that um, in the new year, but we couldn't end 2021 without talking about the best songs that came out this year. Um, a lot of great music. And um, yeah, we're going to go through it. Uh, Tom, do you want to break down how we did this? So this is, Ed, is this our eighth year doing this with, with you? I believe so. I, I added it up when I just posted it on the site. It's like eight or nine years. We've been doing this. That's we've been a long time doing this thing. So basically, you know, Ed from Soul and Serio, Tom and Kyle from You Know I Got Soul. We all submit, you know, like 40 or 50 songs. And then we compile them into one list and we all rank them and see how it shakes out from there. And uh, that's how we come up, uh, I feel like, in a fair way of, like, what are the top songs, you know, and we all give our input. And uh, I feel like every year I feel like it's to come out bad, but every time I look at it, every year it comes out, I'm like, yeah, this is actually pretty good. Yeah. I'm proud of it. (laughs) The way it works, y'all, it's like, so all three of us submit, Tom said, 30, 40 songs. I can't remember how many we did this year. We put them all in a bucket. We take out the duplicates, and then we individually rank them. And then we put those three individual rankings together. So it's a consensus. So that way, you know, yeah. there may be a song here that two of us thought were the song of the year and somebody thought it was like garbage. So it balances out a little bit. So it's a consensus of the three of us. I'm happy with it. Exactly. So I see Nicolette in here and she was asking for reasons on why we picked the songs that we picked or maybe why the songs were ranked so low. So I don't know how we want to do this. I, I do want to give a quick plug here to uh, Jermaine Dupree and his uh, vegan ice cream. I've been seeing it all over Instagram. And I promise you the next time we do an Instagram live, Tom and Ed will be trying this ice cream out. Now, hold on just a second. Oh, right. So, so I was about to order some for the crew. Uh-huh. First wow. of all, you got to actually buy a four pack. Now, yeah. Jer- Jermaine, I love you. But it's like, man, what if you don't like it on the first bite? You committed to a four pack and you don't like it at all. I'm sure it's pretty good, but I, I still don't know what, what apple butter is. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a long conversation about apple butter, y'all. I won't get into that. But you're saying it's a four pack. So is it like a four like different flavors? Or no, you no it's all the same butter? flavor. Four, four pints of the same flavor. Why do you get it in four? Like. I'm kind of with you on this. I just want a taste. I want a little taste. I don't want four apple butters. <laughs> hey, man, they got to lock you in. That sounds like some drug dealer type stuff. You get hooked <laughs> on the crowd and then you're just there forever. I know what you're doing, JD. Hey, man. It really Isn't there just a vanilla I could have got? I mean, it has a really southern flavor, which I can appreciate. His JD is totally ATL. But like... Peach cobbler, I've never even had in my life. Apple butter, I never heard of. There's a strawberry sweetheart, which might be more safe. I don't know, like strawberry ice cream. I mean, which direction am I going? Player, first of all, you're making me sad. No peach cobbler. <laughs> Come on now. Apple butter, I can see. I can see apple butter, but you need to restrict with a strawberry because you're going to get your mind blown and it might be too much for you. Slowly get into this thing is what I'm saying. Listen. I didn't even used to like any type of pies, like apple pie and all that. I finally started liking apple pie, you know, but I don't know what peach cobbler is still. I might have to look it up on, on Wikipedia. I'm shocked you like vanilla. 
like you. I just want you to be like, oh, I like saltine. Oh, I like saltine. plastic. Oh, I like bread. Like you, I just, oh, we got to fix your taste buds, player. Too bland, your grilled chicken. Well, they have a chocolate flavor. Apparently, it's better than real chocolate. So we'll have to try that one out. Mm. Chocolate is better than real chocolate. I'll be the judge of that. All right. So the next time Can I on, just uh, put a yeah. disclaimer out there, just yes. because it's vegan does not mean it's healthy, by the way. It's, loaded with sugar. it's still ice cream. <laughs> so just putting that out there. It all ain't right. frozen broccoli, y'all. Don't get too. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, all right. Let's go through this list here. Uh, we did 100 songs. And uh, are we going through 100 each of them or what's happening here? I don't oh, know. How- no. No, no, go no. through all 100. Let's go through like the top 10 and then maybe go from there, maybe do 20. I okay. Folks will want to hear the top 10. So well, can what- we maybe start with number 100? Kyle, yes. That was a notable song. Yeah. So <laughs> what we're going to do here, I will I will pick out random songs from the list going, going from 100 to 1. Uh, ones that may be controversial or ones that may have been higher or should have been higher or just fan favorites and we'll give our reasoning to where um each song ranked are we also giving our own rankings should i get reveal the number for each person and what they picked or ranked for that song i mean if you have it right there it's not that big of a deal there are definitely songs that i remember so i can speak on that but don't feel like you have to all right so at number 100 and mind you these are the 100 best r&b songs of 2021 from us, you know, I got so and so in stereo. I think we did 50 last year, but we're back to 100. Yeah. And um, by no means is this just singles. We're talking album cuts as well. We're talking just anything that came out in 2021. So if the song was released in 2020, like I know people are going to be asking, where's Damage by her? We actually had that on our list last year because that song technically came out last year. Right. Um, even though it became popular this year. So we call that, it the LMA rule. Just because he, just because y'all got hot in a certain year doesn't mean it was out a year before. So, yes, it's excluded. Yeah. So th- some context to the LMA rule is that boot up came out like a year before it blew up and we had it on our chart. So the following year when we did our countdown and it was not on the chart, everyone got pissed. But we said, go look at the previous year. And right. Boot up was there. So. That's a thing. All right, let's get started with this list here. At number 100, we had Normani Wildside, which will be a surprise to a lot of people. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm thinking a lot of people thought this song would have been higher on our list because it was a huge hit. It was a huge viral moment. And Ed, I think it was a huge cultural movement. Is that? First of all, (laughs) never use that. Never use that word again in my presence. It was a song that sampled a song that was a better song. I was not a fan. I know Twitter liked it for a month. Yay, we're supposed to act like it's classic. And I'm sure there are a lot of people here who really enjoyed that song. I did not see the big deal. It reminded me of a song that was better. That was it. Well, time out. I actually was going to put that on my list. Um, <laughs> so hold on. So the the reason, I want to give a reason to this. There are three songs on here that... Um, that uh didn't make any of our lists but we had to fill it in because we had to get to 100 so these three songs that i'm about to mention normani's being one of them by default they were 199 and 98 because Mm -hmm. they weren't listed originally so for me 
that Normani song would have definitely been higher than 100. But what actually happened was I assumed that Ed would have put it on his list. So I put something else on mine. And then it turns out Ed didn't put it on his. And we were like, oh, crap, we got to put this on the list. So that's why it's 100. Why would you think that I want that song on my list? I have not been complimentary of it of the past 12 months. At no point was I was like, you know what I really want to hear? That song that sounds like an Aaliyah song. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Which one guys assumed I would have that on my list? I'm uh, surprised you've even heard the song. So, like, that's, that's a shock. <laughs> I actually have I avoided it at all costs, just like that Adele song. Oh, man. Uh, music videos. Oh. If this was the music video uh, top 100, this would be number one, though. I'll give her that. I sure. bet you would give her that. Yes. She would not give you a, the time of day. Yeah, still have no idea what's going on, but moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, number 99. I think 98, 99, and 100 are like interchangeable. These are just like the placeholders. At 99, we had Alicia Keys' song, Come For Me. Is okay. This the, is this the record with Pusha? No, that the rest of I can't remember the record with Pusha. That isn't that one. Okay. This one, I can have, I can explain this one. So, as you know, and maybe you haven't because we haven't had a podcast in so long. I review Alicia Keys' most recent album, Keys. Go to soulandstereo.com and see that one because the stands are still mad. Let's just say I was not a fan. However, of those songs, which came out, I reviewed the album after we worked on our um, top 100 list. I actually really, really like this song. And I thought this song was very strong. So, hey, we need a placeholder. I think this would go in there. To me, it's the best song on the album by far. So I wasn't mind. I didn't mind sliding that one in. Okay, uh, Tom. At ninety eight, we had actually. I made this pick. It's Little G from Silk. That's my baby. I don't know. That just felt like a good song, and we somehow forgot about it. So yeah, I, just, I didn't mind that song at all. Yes. <laughs> so that's uh, ninety eight to one hundred here. Um, I'm gonna name a couple that uh were included. Tom, you made this pick. Karma, the remix with Dave Hollister, R.O., Carl Thomas, and I never thought you would nominate Jacquees for anything, but you actually did it. Jacquees. <laughs> I forgot he was on that song. Hey, we got to give love to my boy R.L. He was he produced it. He wrote the remix, so shout out to him. I love the collaboration of those artists coming together to celebrate the song. Okay. Um... I'm going to go with this one here. Uh, Tanache Ed, Bouncing. This does not seem like an Ed type of song. It does not. So shout out to my brother-in-law. I went to Vegas. Um, what was it? Around September for the first time this year. And he had the album. Well, he was playing an album in his car. And he was like, yo, have you heard this album? And I hadn't listened to it yet because it just come out. And this, this was one of the songs he played. And I was like, this is kind of catchy. So I went back, listened to the album. Again, this one stood out to me. So it's been one that's kind of been stuck with your board the past couple months. I think it's a fun little upbeat, bouncy song, as the name kind of suggests. Kind of a fun track. So check it out. It's one of those ones that really flew under the radar. Mm-hmm. Ed was bouncing around in Vegas. to be in trouble here. No, I was bouncing around, <laughs> but I made no money. Trust me. Oh, man. What a scam Vegas is. <laughs> All right, I'm going to name one more in the uh, just a random fact before we get into, I guess, the top 50, because mm-hmm. this was way more boring than I thought it would be. All right. Uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, their album. Their album. 
They actually have like six songs on our countdown. Was that a surprise to any of you? No, because if you again, if you check out Soul and Stereo, I've got the top 50 albums of the year. We'll talk about that later. That album ranked pretty high on the list. And it's because when you think about it, this album was nothing but, first of all, Jam and Lewis, they don't really miss. These are all cuts that just didn't make albums for whatever reason. They pulled it from the vault. So it's quality. It may have never seen the light of day. But a lot of these songs, even in the early 2000s, would be worthy of these lists. So not surprising at all that they had this greatest hits essentially sitting in their back pocket. So, yeah, all of those, well, almost all of those deserve some love. Mm. Now, Tom, were you surprised? And we're at number 53 now. Yep. I'm having an echo on my end. Just, I don't know if you hear it, but it's coming from my phone. And I, I can't stop it. So. Mm. Mm, you sound good over here. Yeah, you sound fine. All Wait. right. If you guys think I sound fine. Your internet's kind of jacked, though. Ed, are you still there? Yep. You guys are frozen on Instagram. Or really? Okay, you're good. Okay. Right. Anyways, let's uh let's continue this here. Uh Tom, were you surprised? And we're now at number fifty-three. So fifty-four was hers closer to me, and fifty-three was uh hers come through with Chris Brown. Were you surprised that he had a Chris Brown song at number six? I mean, Ed is full of surprises this year, I guess. Look, I mean, now. I am an, uh, how many times do I have to tell y'all? I will. Yeah, every once in a while, I throw a bone to the family. I am an objective music reviewer, and that means even sometimes giving my enemies some props if mm. the song is hot. <laughs> the song was good. This is one of the better the songs. I don't mind when Cousin Chris actually yeah. sings and not rapping. Mm. Okay. Let's get into the top 50, and I'll actually list each song here, and then uh, we'll go from there. Okay. Okay. Number 50 was Raheem Devon and Apollo Brown. Zaddy. Zaddy. Oh, you want us to comment on them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love this song. This is one of the early singles from that album. Again, one of the better albums of the year. You can go check that out. But yeah, love this song. It was it had me very excited for the album. The production from Apollo Brown, always on point. And then Keith Sweat and Raheem Devon. Who who nominated Keith Sweat? It wasn't I me. I couldn't believe that. Ed. You're usually very biased towards Keith Sweat, and you didn't even have him in there. What was up First, with that? Did you just hear me? Unbiased music reviewer. <laughs> Honestly, I love Keith. I love Raheem. I was a little disappointed in it. No shout out, no, no shots at my boys. I love both dearly. But this was just an okay collab. It didn't, I expected up here and it was kind of there it's fine for what it is seemed like a decent album cut not a a blockbuster single like i was expecting listen kyle that means ed and keith sweat up now officially broken up no it's a sad day i can never get any wins here all right uh next we have rochelle jordan broken steel tom i believe this is your pick no, that thing that was, was all me. that. Oh, wow. yep, that was that me. Was yep. Another album that y'all slept on this year was Rochelle Jordan's. And this was my favorite of the bunch. And it has meaning. Look, y'all, songs can have meaning. Please tell this, the artist you stand for 
this song can have a point. This was talking about the struggle of black women and how they always have to pull up this, this, this front that they have to be strong women and they can't show weakness and how pressure it is for them. And I really like the message behind it. I thought this was a really good song. Album is really good too. Shout to Rochelle Jordan. All right. Uh, next song we have here. Oh, this is my pick here. We had Money Long, Hours and Hours. Now, this is actually Priscilla Renee uh, rebranded as Money Long. Name is kind of interesting, but the song is fire. It's called Hours and Hours, and all she does in the entire song is rhyme hours with hours. H-O-U-R and O-U-R. And she does that for like three minutes straight. I had that number eight on my song of the year but you guys clearly tanked it well when i remember months ago when you kind of shared this song in our group chat i thought it's all hers and hers i was like what is this is this like two bathroom towels but no the song is actually pretty good i didn't love it as much as you but it was a good song all right pretty much everything in the top 50 i'm not gonna have beef with yes I couldn't get past the fact that her name was money long and do you remember the tank song where he says my money long no, I was stuck right there. <laughs> Please stop right shots, there. Shots fired. Shots stop fired. Stop right there. Stop. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, You Want My Love, number 46 with Lucky Day. Tom, you really like this remake. I thought it was well done. Uh, you know, sometimes remakes kind of go off the rails. Lucky Day, you know, he has an old, a bit of an old soul at times. He fit. He made it work. I liked it. All right. Uh, this is one I think we all just collectively enjoyed. Uh, at number 45, Anthony Hamilton, You Made a Fool With Me. You Made a Fool of Me, produced by Jermaine Dupri. I love this song. I love this album. Again, another one that ranked super duper high. I think I had it at my top 10 this year out of the top 50. Great. I know a lot of people are like, Anthony's voice sounds different. Look, man, he's had some hard living and like you changes over time. It's not bad. It is a little different, but the passion is still there. The vocals are still there. The writing still there. Great song. Tom, did you notice the voice difference from Anthony? I actually didn't really. I mean, to me, it was more like his original gritty, soulful sound. He had gone a different way a bit recently, but no, I, I didn't notice that you guys pointed it out. Yeah, it's uh, it's age. It happens to the best of us. Everyone sounds different as they get older. It's just except for the King Uncle Charlie Wilson. That's true. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, at number forty-four, I feel like we see Raheem Devon on this on this list a lot here. As we uh, should. If I made love to you, Ed, Boy, you really love this album. This I love this album, and this might be my well, no, Zaddy might be my favorite, but this is another one that ranks high for me. Love this song again, just the production and Raheem's sultriness combines together. If you haven't heard that album, please do yourself a favor, check that one out. All right, uh, next on our list at number 43 was Joel James Apply Pressure. Now, Joel has been writing behind the scenes for many, many years. She worked with Chris Brown, she actually wrote the LMA record Boot Up. This record sort of has that similar vibe to it, Tom. You really mm-hmm. enjoyed this one. Yeah, I remember her from many years ago, and uh, she had a song on account them years ago, but you know, I was happy to see her come back. This song is really fun. I liked it. Nice. This one was new to me, and until we like got all the lists together, so I had to go back and listen to it because it had passed me. I really like this one. This is a fun song. 
At number 42 is Robin Thicke's Lucky Star. Now, let me speak on this album. I think I have already gone on record to saying this is like a top three R&B album of the year, and Lucky Star was the standout to me. Uh, I love this record. Kind of has that classic Robin Thicke feel to it, almost like acoustic with the guitar. I, I really love this song. Yeah, Robin's album kind of came and went, I feel like. Like, it, he kind of came out. He did the he did the pub for it. I know he in, had an interview with you guys. And, you know, he was all over the place for, like, a couple weeks, and then he vanished, and people kind of forgot about it. This was a great comeback album, y'all. He's Y'all know the albums before these. I were not, was not a big fan of. This is one of his better albums, so happy to show him some love here. Uh, the next song is another Anthony Hamilton record, I Thought We Were In Love. This beat is insane, like the sample. Mm-hmm. I really like the sample here. Another banger from my boy. I love this. Uh, and number 40 is After 7, No Place Like You. Tom, you have this ranked at number 16. This one is like vintage Kavan Edmonds to me. I love that guy's voice. Still in, in you know, great form. This, it, this whole album, I felt like it could have been like taken from years ago, and I know you agreed on some of the songs. So I love what After Seven doing. So props to them. Yep, absolutely. Uh, number thirty nine was Snow Allegra's "Just Like That." Ed, you had this rank at number nine. This was my song, man. Listen, if you want some some COVID babies, hmm. you turn this one on. <laughs> you gotta be careful, Tom. You be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to get well, mad I didn't like brothers and sisters. I didn't yes. like the song as much as you, so I'll probably be safe. Well, you messed up there. <laughs> but everybody knows how much I love Snow's album. I, I went on record to say that Snow's and Raheem Devon's of all the placements on my list, that was the placement I had the most struggle with because they're so equal in my brain as far as quality. But I, this might be my favorite song from that album. Mm. Shout out to, I see this comment from Papa Birch. I got wifey snow tickets for Valentine's Day here in Nashville. That's dope. That's, that'll be a good show. Actually, I wanted to go to that too, but this Omarion variant that's going on, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yes, don't. It's an icebox where your immune system used to be. The Omarion variant. I can't believe people are running with that one, but it's hilarious. I laughed. Why are you uh, surprised? It's I laughed cool. about that for like three days. <laughs> All right, uh, number 38, we have Leela James, Complicated. This record is really good. I really enjoyed it. It's really groovy. And uh, I mean, Leela James never disappoints us. Absolutely. Leela is great. Yes, Vintage Soul is a great way to put it. Another underrated album this year. She just missed out on my top 50, but a good one. Yes. Uh, Victoria Monet, uh, it's the F word. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, the song is called like Friend You Can Count On or friend you can keep friend you can keep and wow, i know um we will have a song early higher in the countdown as victoria and i know you love this song kyle but of yes. the two this is the one that i like the most plus that acronym is hilarious is it as better is it better than snitch i push a t see now you're gonna put my hip-hop cred on the line <laughs> i like this song better than snitch i'll say that yes. the acronym the acronym that acronym probably isn't better, but I like the song. Tom, do you know the, the acronym for snitch? No idea. Go listen to the song. It's it's kind of brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, number 37 is Kevin Ross, Lady Love. Now, I love this song, and it would have been definitely way higher on my list, but there's one problem. It's only two minutes long. Yes. And it, Kevin Ross. 
That Kevin Ross. Again, this is a good one. I didn't love it as much as Kyle, but I still liked it a lot. I think when I interviewed him, and probably you guys too, I, I complained about him not putting bridges in his songs and making them longer. But we'll take what we can get, I guess, right? Yes. Hey, man, at least he's singing. Most of the people out here are oh, auto-tuning. Yeah. Absolutely. What do we call it? Small victories? Uh, <laughs> take them where you can get them, player. Oh, uh, that's what we're, that's where we're at in 2021. All right, uh, number 35. This was kind of a sleeper, but it ended up yep. really high on my list. Is Jade Nova's "I Just Want to Know"? Now we know Jade as a fantastic singer, mm-hmm. great at doing uh, impressions as well. But this record, I really like this one. It's soulful. It's it's fun, and she sounds great. For those who don't know, if you've seen the thing that floats around every holiday season with the woman that's doing the Christmas songs and it's like Tony and Beyonce and Whitney, Whitney's like sweating and stuff, that's Jay. Like she is an incredible talent. And this is a great song. Mm. You know, this song made me miss how it's like songs that had creative production in R&B and were melodic and fun. Like, I feel like we're not getting a lot of that from newer artists. So this was a welcome you know, no attempt for me. Yeah. And Jade's been killing it on the independent scene for a while now. So definitely want to yeah. give her some respect. Uh, someone said, where did y'all rank? Come get your dinner from the Dune soundtrack. Ed? Oh, my. Birch, go, go get your dinner. Go check on the baby. What's that? Check on your what wife. does that mean? What, <laughs> is that? what does they that don't, mean? Y'all don't watch movies. So never mind. I won't explain it. But yes. Play, go. You go get your dinner and come back. And then we'll, we can have a conversation later. All right. And on a side note, do you call it dinner or supper? Uh, I guess both. Usually I call it dinner, but there are people in my family who call it supper. Shout out to Barry Bars. I used to make fun of him and call it supper as a joke because I thought it was a Southern thing. This guy. Yeah. First of all, I don't trust anyone who doesn't know what peach cobbler is. So I'm going to be talking about people's supper. Where would I get that out here? I don't Where know. Where purchase a peach cobbler? Wait, that is your problem. There's another flavor. Uh, it's called key lime. Any idea what that is? You don't, y'all don't know what key lime, key lime is? That is not Southern. Is that like mint? It's green, right? Mint? <laughs> Somebody it's a green. speed. It's green. You have oh, never man. had key lime pie. Neither one of you had key lime pie. Nope. No. Oh my! I've heard of it. I've seen it. It's like a light green. It looks like mint chocolate chip, but no chocolate chips. Is that it tastes thing? nothing like <laughs> mint. Mint it's chocolate. Lime. Mint chocolate chip is good though. This that yes that. yes. It's like <laughs> if you had a a sprite. A sprite is lemon lime. It's not chocolate mint chip. Actually, they used to have a mint flavored sprite. I've had that before. It was not good. I'm sure you spit it out the time it hit your lips, too. It sounds disgusting. Yeah, it's like Wait, but, but hold on. But hold on. If I'm having a piece of pie, why would I want it to taste sour like pie? Serious question. It's not that sour, though. Like, it's if they make it wrong, it can be kind of bitter. But no, it's a bitter. good. It's uh, a tart. It's not sour. All right. Uh, ass. All right. This man and his taste buds, my God. All right, let's 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 just lick your JD to make a vanilla batch. Get get JD to make a vanilla batch next time around, or maybe mint chocolate chip for us. Oh man! All right, let's get back on this list. Number thirty-four is India Sean. Don't play with my heart. Now, Tom, we've been rocking with India for a long, long time. 
when you hit play on this new EP that she dropped, this is the one that got your attention? This is the best project I heard this year, honestly. So musical, production is interesting, the the songs are great. I've been following her since 20, I think her album came out in 2012. Yeah. And that's like 10 years. I'm so proud of her for finally following her dreams and making it, you know, and, and hitting it big. So shout out to your boy, D Mile. That guy could do no wrong this year. My goodness. He was on fire. And yes, this was one of the I, the EP. I kind of missed it a few months ago. So this is one of the last things I heard kind of as I was catching up with albums in the last couple months of the year. And yes, this one is very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Theo Sullivan, Brandon. He knows what's up, D Mile. Theo, no. Theo, D Mile. All right, number 32 is Netta Brielle, Missing You, produced by Eric Hudson. Uh, Netta's our girl, Eric Wait Hudson's Wait a minute, Kyle. Sorry to interrupt, but you just disrespected Kenny Lattimore. Number 33. That is correct. I'm sorry, Kenny. I'm sorry. Pressure. Now now remember, Kyle, you got called out for this once before a few years ago for never talking about Kenny Lattimore. I know. So. We get this is this intentional? This is not intentional. We actually just did an interview <laughs> with Kenny Lattimore. He gave us a lot of love. We gave him a lot of love. One of truly the underrated acts in R&B. One uh, of the greatest voices of the past 20, 30 years. I will put money down on it. And I really like this singer. Yes. Um, and honestly, uh, one of the most humble honestly, people you've met. You'll meet, yeah. Tom. Humble to a fault, yeah. almost. Yeah. I mean, not the typical egotistical star you'd expect. But yeah. I give him props. I just revisited his whole discography. Incredible. Incredible. Yes. Y'all need to listen to you, boy. How many times have I been telling you? All right, all right. Uh, Netta Brielle, Missing You. Uh, just a feel-good record here, Tom. Beat is dynamic. Uh, Netta sounds great. Just one of those records that you can just hit play and listen to. Shout out to our girl, Netta Brielle. She's another one who never lets us down. She's always got something we really enjoy, so that's made the cut. Yeah. Uh, number 31, Leela James, You're the One. Another just another one from Leela. She just keeps giving us these great records. Mm-hmm. Another fun single that, again, went kind of came and went, unfortunately. And that's why I love these lists, so we can go back and be like, these are some songs we need to celebrate. And it's definitely one of those. Wasn't there another podcast recently that said, like, Leela James is overrated? Oh, <laughs> yes. I meant to yell about that on the real R&B podcast. But, mm. yes, there was a podcast that dissed a lot of legends. And you know what it came down to? And, oh, I'm, you got me fired up, oh, Kyle. Man. So this is what it comes down to, and this is why I get pissed off, and that's why y'all aren't real journalists. Because they aren't in your circle, because you aren't familiar with their music, or because they're not on Twitter trending all over the place like Normani, no shade, but like her, they're irrelevant. They're overrated. Oh, people say Layla Hathaway is so great. I never hear Layla Hathaway. Well, that's because your playlist is full of garbage. That's why you never hear Layla Hathaway. That's no reflection on Layla or her talent. That's a reflection on you. It says more about you to diss these great artists with great voices and great albums because it just shows me you're not doing your job. So step your game up. I'm heated. If you got beef, get that Edward Bowser. I I, I, I see you, Theo Sullivan. Theo knows what's up. Wow. In all seriousness, all comments there. But who could actually diss uh, Leela James of all people? People who don't know someone you would just throw hate towards. Yeah, Leela James is harmless. (laughs) 
people who don't know her, what happens is the little children will get on, on social media. They'll look at my list. They'll look at your list and they'll see these names that they haven't heard of. And it's like, well, if I haven't heard of them, they must be not that big of a deal and overrated. But you haven't given their music or their albums or anything any chance. So you can't speak on, you don't see me talking about Taylor Swift album because I ain't heard the joint, so I have no opinion. Mm. So keep your opinion to yourself. You haven't heard it. Kyle, am I, am I allowed to carry this negative energy into the next Summoner countdown? I mean, I guess. It's the Tony Braxton and Jimmy Jam and Terry record, Happily Unhappy, which we both Listen. had in the 20s and you had in the 60s, which is kind of Listen, when I see a song title like that, it's like, I don't even want to listen to it. It's like, do I need to go into a deep, dark place when I'm listening to a song? And it sounded like it was recorded many years ago. It was. So I, it I just, was. So here's but, the thing. Here, here's the truth is that this record was actually a bonus off the Libra album. So it technically shouldn't even be on this list. But because Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis put it on their album, that's why it's here. But yeah, the song came out like 15 years ago now. I didn't realize that this actually was a... It's not on... I guess I don't have the bonus edition. I didn't go to Target and did the bonus Libra. So I missed this one. See, it, I think it was the Japanese version. They had all okay. like the, the bonus tracks that they were, always like, got the hookups. Yeah, but happily unhappy is like one of the most depressing titles I've ever heard. Well, Come on, guys, you ever mm. heard Tony's record? She's always unbreaking her heart. So this is actually I have really so, but that's another all story. Right. Too sad. <laughs> we just Too got sad. you on Kenny, so let me get you on Tony <laughs> next week. Yes. <sighs> All right, uh, the next record is uh, Silk Sonic After Last Night. Hey. Which which Tom tanked. Of course he did, because it's Tom. <laughs> I love Listen. this one. This is just, uh, every bit of my 70s soul is just burst. I had to throw on my mink, had to get my pants hat straight. Oh, I love this joint. I mean, is this the 1977 countdown or 2021? Oh, man. Oh, oh. Hold that thought, because I got some heat for you later. Hold that thought. All right. All right. Uh, number 28, we have Gallant, Julie. This record's actually really good. Yes, that's why I put it on the list. But there are better songs from that out. Mm, this might be my favorite. It's not the best, but it's probably my favorite. He's another one who really doesn't get the credit, because he's, he's not flashy. He just makes good music, Gallant. I mean, he... Yep. You know, he's got a bunch of songs in the countdown and keeps doing it. So shout out to him. All right. Uh, Silk Sonic coming in at number 27 with Smoking Out the Window. Tom had this at number 70. Ed had this at number two. See, I like that we have this diversity when it comes to music preference. Well, and it ends at 27. I actually had this at number two in the 1981 countdown, oh, not man. 2021. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't. Just just keep it coming because I got something for you when we get to a certain somebody. Tom, oh, in this song, Bruno Mars uh, references Chuck E. Cheese. Have you been to Chuck E. Cheese? I actually have a few years ago, believe it or not. before the A one few years ago. How old are you? Are you yes. in 1981? No, I took my niece. I oh, took okay. my niece. I didn't go by myself. That's just, I didn't even allow it actually anymore. But uh, yeah. Yeah, can you imagine Tom just like sliding down? <laughs> they actually have a lot of good arcade games, believe it or not. Yes, they do. Apparently, no, their, they, apparently their they pizza do. is good too. I've heard, but it looks weird. 
It looks like yeah. it's like they made it. You know how when they like your niece Tom probably has this. Like when girls will have like tea sets and they will have like fake food. It looks like <laughs> the fake food from a tea set. Like you don't eat it Listen, to look at it. <laughs> sad story, but the, the one that over here before it closed, before the due to the pandemic, to try to stay in business when they couldn't open for customers, they were just selling pizza for delivery. It only lasted two weeks and they closed. <laughs> I guess no one was ordering. Tough. It's hard in these COVID streets. It is. Damn Omari on variant. Um, all right. We're at number 26 now. Uh, the surprise. The, the, the surprise, Sinead Harnett. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Actually, when Tom and I were having this conversation about a week ago, I think we both went, who the heck is Sinead Harnett? <laughs> this song is fire. Tom? Yeah. It's really good. Another pleasant surprise. I love finding these artists who we hadn't really heard of, and they're making great music. They should be considered along with many of these other names, but they're, you know, they just don't get the attention. Let me tell you about this album. This made my honorable mentions. It almost made my top 50. I heard this. This is another album that I caught up on late. And I thought the album was great. Apparently, my wife was a fan. I didn't even know it. Mm -hmm. I When I saw that, when someone, I don't know which one, because I didn't nominate it, which one of y'all nominated, and I saw her name up here, I'm like, what? My boys put her on there? She deserves it, no question. But I thought that she was so under the radar that even y'all missed her, so... I was surprised to see her on the list. Great song. Deserve well, well, I have to do my Wikipedia research, but I believe she's half Asian, so I got to I gotta plug some go. of that Asian R&B in there. You know? The bias is so real. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of bias, uh, number 26. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great of bias, number 25, uh, Galant, No More Tries, featuring Tom's artist, Van Jess. <laughs> How those Van Jess texts clearing, Tom? Got a nice Christmas Listen, am I gonna, Should I be saying Sinead Hardnett is Kyle's artist? I mean, what is this? Well, we're just I mean, telling you. From what we heard through the grapevine, the Van Jess ladies owe a lot to Tom. Don't Tom you manage them? Yes, he's doing I the bookings. I didn't even have this song in my countdown. It was Kyle's pick. This is true. This is true. It is a really good song. Uh, they sound great on it. Galant. As usual, as usual, never lets us down. And the whole EP, like Ed mentioned earlier. Yeah, the EP one. is great. And I I wasn't a big fan of his album the year before. I think it was the year before or two years before. Sweet Insomnia, whatever it was. I thought it was just okay. This is a great rebound from that. Leo right. Sullivan said that was his favorite song from the EP. Yes, that oh. was a good one. All right, we got to get into here. Number 24. This is a controversial one. Ed, Tom, when we did this list about two weeks ago, I actually thought this was going to be the number one song on our countdown. And I didn't think it would be number one. I thought it would be number two. Yes. But it's here at number 24. Which shocked me. Uh, Ed ranked it at number four. I ranked it at number seven. And Tom ranked it at 87. Good God, Tom. Mary Lennox, pressure. Please explain Listen, yourself. Two things. If I told you this was produced by John Doe instead of Jermaine Dupree and B. Cox... You would have had that number at 88, Kyle. No. <laughs> hey, don't forget, John T. John T. Austin wrote it, too. Okay. No. Number hey, a sec Go ahead. A second point, and a more serious point. She said the word pressure like over 100 times, and it just got annoying. So <laughs> oh, wait, I had to tag this in. 
I love this song. I thought it was great. It the was background, very fun. The beat had the word pressure too much. We had to. I had to keep it real. Keep this, this list honest. He take the song because the song pressure said pressure too much. Okay. Too much. So it I also think sounded a bit dated too. If, if we're oh man, come on. I think what Tom did was he had the song at number one, and every time the beat went pressure, he would like minus one. <laughs> yeah, he dusted yes. it down every time he heard the word yes. pressure. So here it is at eighty-seven. So the number twenty-four song of the year is pressure. Should be number one, but what are you gonna do? Oh, I think we got number one. <laughs> number two was what my pick was for that. Number four, actually. Well, I mean, uh, collectively among us. Oh, fair enough. Uh, number 23 is Lucky Day. How much can a heart take featuring Yeba? Is that how you pronounce Shout her name? Yeba. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Listen, for those who don't know, because I think she was 25 on my top five list. I mean, my top 50 list. That woman be singing. And yeah. she just sounds absolutely incredible with Lucky Day. I love this song. Is she when considered? I first heard her, she. Yeah, oh, go, go ahead, Tom. No, go ahead. I first heard her a few years ago on that PJ Morton live yes. album on That's the remake of the uh, of the Bee Gees song. Man, that was a, a great rendition. I honestly haven't checked out her project. I don't really know if she's is she considered R and B. Like, what is her mm -hmm. style? She is a. I mean, she's a hybrid. Like, there are some R and B songs. There are some that's more that soul pop there's some that even kind of drift folky but when she gets with an r&b oh. artist it's some straight up r&b yeah folky is exactly what tom loves i hate folks folk <laughs> it's That's like, like my worst favorite it's like one song it ain't much the album is worth checking out all right there we go theo said yeah but it's alternative all right that's a pass for me then no right. offense yeah but i think your voice is great yes uh next song at number 22 is seven streeters taboo i'm upset at you guys someone tanked this to 22 this is easily a top 10 record of a year i don't know if i go that far but it is a great record it's this, by far the best thing on that album this one took me a couple of listens the, the production is actually you know obviously nostalgic honestly kyle it's just a singing oh it's just, it's just it's just it's just not the, no her singing is great but in this song the styling is more modern uh, it's, yeah, I can't, you know, it's not like her, uh, what was that song she had a couple years ago that we absolutely loved? Um, Before I do. Yes. Now that is, to me, like the peak seven, but, mm, you know, okay. still a great song. Okay. Uh, 22 was Gallant Comeback. Now this has that Craig David feel to it. Early 2000s. I think Gallant pulled that off perfectly here. Yeah, I was surprised to see this one kind of as high as it was. I, I'm a fan too, but I was surprised that this one kind of made it up as high as it did. What does a Craig David feel, actually? Fill me in. If it sounds like fill me in, it's Craig David. Who uh, else made a song like fill me in? Uh, that No idea. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of one. Is that, a <laughs> is that a classic record right there, fill me in? I actually <laughs> never hear that song in life unless I play it on my iPod. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's a classic, but it's certainly it's certainly a memorable one for sure. Mm -hmm. Gotta love it. Uh, the next record we have at number 20 is Joyce Rice on one featuring Freddie Gibbs. Ed, this is how you do an R&B hip hop collaboration right here. This is finally how you do it. Let me te teach you children how <laughs> you do a collabo. You got Joyce 
who is a singer. So she sings. You have Freddie Gibbs, who is an excellent rapper. Guess what he does? He raps. Mm. That's it. <laughs> That's mm. it. Joyce ain't rapping. Freddie ain't singing. The song is dope. That's all it takes. Oh, why can't anybody get this right? Shout out to Joyce Rice, one of the better albums this year. And uh, another artist that doesn't quite get the attention she deserves either. Yes. Oh, but I love Joyce, but I got to bust on y'all a little bit for this because a lot of the, the fervor around this album to me was like, we love Joyce because she's given us that early 2000s. Yes. Yeah. 106 in Park sound. Yeah. But aren't you the same brother that like five minutes ago was like, oh, I can't stand songs that sound like a different decade. This is a different Listen. decade. Keep the same energy, Mr. Leo. <laughs> Rebuttal? Mm-hmm. I'd happily... Actually, I got, I got nothing. Oh, You're man. right. At... He's just hating. <laughs> yes. yes. That's all I wanted to hear. All right. Well, uh, Joyce Rice is also half Asian, but that's beside the really? point. Yes, she is. She is. Yes, she is. So I knew Starting Kyle's to... bias was strong here. Starting to notice a particular flavor to these rankings on Kyle's end. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Uh, Calm right, down right. before we slip. Yes. Listen, next year I'm about to send Yeah, but the number one. That's oh, yes. I got to say. Oh, yes. <laughs> I might. Okie music. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Ross, sweet release, number 19. I mean, this is just solid Kevin Ross. Vintage Kevin Ross. If Michael Cole was calling a WWE SmackDown match and this song came on, he would scream vintage Kevin Ross. And that's what this joint is. <laughs> this what? is this is when you think of Kevin Ross, this is what a song sounds like. Best song Although, from his album, EP, whatever. Although there is someone among us three who tanked this song a bit, which I didn't expect. Kyle? Kyle tanked this one? Well, I had two other Kevin Ross songs that were ranked higher. Oh, this can't, one is, is great. Can't, can't rank this could have been top 10. Can't rank every Kevin Ross song top 10. I mean, you I guess, I, mean I guess you, you could. could but you could. could. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could. I wouldn't be that mad. All right. Uh, we have at number 18, Teacher Moses, Make Me. Dude, I, Ed, Ed, I, lo- I love how Teacher just like slides in for the year with one little song it's amazing and then just steps out and just lets us live with it she does it like every year she does this every year like she shows up on a countdown we haven't had an album in like five years at this point that last album was so good though but she just pops up drops a banger steps back goes back to instagram (laughs) and chills but i love this song i'm so happy to see it as high as it did like i i had a i hoped that it would be high i didn't know so i was glad to see it at 18. Mm. Uh, the next record at number 17. This might be a surprise to a lot of people because it wasn't the most popular song on the project. I'm talking about Jasmine Sullivan here. I think a lot of people would have wanted to pick up your feelings on here or the record with her, but we have the other side. Now, the, to me, this record feels like Mascara Part 2. I love this one. I feel like, and as many people have been screaming at me since I dropped my top 50 list, I didn't love Jasmine's album as much as Twitter did. It's okay at best. I thought that the reality show was way better. I think her debut was way better. I just thought it was all right. This is the best thing from that project, even better than Pick Up Your Feelings or the the ghetto song with Ari, like all those songs that everybody goes crazy over. This, to me, is her best work on that project. 
All right, uh, number 15, uh, Van Jess and Lucky Day, slow down. Tom? Hold on, hold on. You skipped 16, Kyle. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I, <laughs> Tom's other girl. That's true. India Shaw is super, <laughs> super fine. I forgot about this record. This is actually a banger. I had this it is. really high. This is a great song. You made me a believer, Kyle. Little known story. I actually saw India Sean perform probably about six years ago in a hotel here in the city, acoustic. I brought my wife. It was a fun night. She's so talented. And uh, I was happy to see her, like I said, with this project. Yeah. Uh, but Van Jess, slow down. Lucky day. That just seems like it would be good just by looking at the name when you have Van Jess and Lucky Day on a song. Yep. Um, Got to give Tom's girls and credit. Get the devil its due, Tom. You earned that check. <laughs> Because that was a great, their homegrown EP is great. Um, Van Jess, another one of those under the radar, but killed it this year. I thought this was a very fun song. And on a side note, Lucky Day, I mean, his run continues. He was all over this countdown this year, mm -hmm. even being unfeatured on songs. So shout out to him for keeping the momentum going. Mm -hmm. Is it just me or has Lucky Day be become like the default male R&B collaborator? Like, I <laughs> no complaints at all about that. But Look, player, I'll take him over Ty Dollar. That's true. I haven't heard well, correct from me if I'm wrong, but like for artists as far as major label R and B, there's not really anyone with that similar style. Yeah. So if you need someone in that in that type of style, who else are you gonna go to? Exactly. Oh, Is and speaking of exactly, shout out to my son Damon. Just walked in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh is Daniel Caesar still a thing? I haven't heard from him in a while. Oh, Twitter canceled him, so he's up and he's under some you know when Twitter canceled you, you're some bum on the street just shaking Jeez. the the can for change. <laughs> mm. All right. He'll be wow. back, y'all. Good Lord. I don't know what he's up to. All right. Uh, number 14 is Adrian Marcel's I Got You, End of the Day, which you guys both ranked really high. I actually really like this song, too. Um, not as much as you guys for one one reason. I think the song is um, too violent. He talks about, like, pulling out a gun and, like, putting it on That's off true. safety. And I'm like, I'm it's metaphorically, pal. Oh. oh, I thought he was, like, shooting people for, like, well, he no, but actually, that's true love. He would actually use that gun, you know. Take you never heard the phrase "I would take a bullet for you" and stuff. Like if you got to protect your woman, you you know. I mean, you know? I guess this is this is America, Kyle. We yeah, carry guns yes, the yes. These are things that happen on American streets. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm more on that Bruno Mars. I'll catch a grenade for you. I don't think I'm going to be shooting anyone. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> Well, no, right. this was actually this is one of my favorite Adrian Marcel songs. Um, but no, but this is him. Like he can make a love song and, and make it still kind of street, and that's like that's true about his style. Yeah, and the production is really smooth. So shout out to Adrian there. Uh, we're at number thirteen wow. now. Kevin Ross, looking for love. See, I had this one ranked really high. You can't rank every Kevin Ross song high, but this one was high for me. I really like this song. I really like. Ed tanked this one. I can't believe it. Yeah, I like this song. You had it at like number 50. I thought this would have been like top five easily. Oh, no. Of the Kevin songs, as I mentioned, um, I think I prefer Sweet Release the best. Didn't hate the song, though. Mm -hmm. Great song. Uh, number 13, Lucky Day reappears again, and Joyce Rice reappears again, and D Mile reappears again, Falling in Love. This Falling beat, love. I think, Ed, at one point I said, sounded like a Mega Man song. Yes. <laughs> In a good way, in a good way. I love this beat. I love this song. This was on both her album and his album. Fun song. Yes. I love creative production like this. It's D-Mile, right? Yep. 
Of course. That's our boy. And uh, the next song is also Dmail, uh, India Sean. I feel like we've said India Sean a lot on this. That just lets you know how much we love the project, but too sweet. Yet another. I mean, dude is the MVP of R&B right now. So, like, I can't hate on this. I, I keep every time we get to a new India song, I'm like, is this my favorite? Is this my favorite? This might be my favorite right now as we're talking. So catchy and fun. That's what that's what I'm looking for. So, yes, respect to both of them. Uh, and then we have at number 10, this is the top 10 guys. I know this has been, uh, this has been fun for everyone. Uh, but we're finally at the top 10 here. Uh, the Shindellas, who we have not mentioned yet, but we love this album. And when you're lonely, Ed. Leia. Yes. Now this is my moment <laughs> because this song right here, I mean, I would flip the table. I would burn it down. This is what my R&B wants. I needed to sound like I need to hear harmonies. I need to hear bridges i need to hear passion in your vocals i need to hear well-written songs i want to hear no sleepy time music that sounds like a bunch of tweets strung together that summer walker album it ain't on my list ain't gonna be on my list i'm sorry if you liked it i did not but this is what i want my r&b to sound like this is the blueprint i love this song and we have so good so yep and there will be more chandelas to go as we uh, move along this countdown here at number nine, we have the Snow Allegra song, In Your Eyes, produced by the Neptunes. Now, you guys know I'm a huge Neptune stan. You know I've listened to every song in their discography. And when I heard this song, it was one of those moments like when that bridge or chorus, that beat switch comes on. I already knew where it was going to go just because I knew Pharrell's like melody choices. And I'm like, let's see if Pharrell connects the dots here. And he did. And I had to play that song like 10 more times straight. So... In your eyes, guys. I knew that, and I'm, I like this. Of course, I didn't love it as much as Kyle, but I knew Kyle would have this way up on his list because if there is ever a song that sounded like a perfect Kyle R&B song, it was this one. It took me right back to the early Neptunes of the early 2000s, so I loved it. And there, Tom, again, is with his selective nostalgia, Ed. No, of course. What, that, what am I saying? What am I saying? And oh, sorry, fan, no, I will not leave Summer Walker alone. She's going to get this work because y'all keep making her. She is not Mary J. Blige. Stop it. <laughs> we actually had um, Insane by Summer Walker uh, on our list. I actually had it pretty high, but these two unfortunately tanked it. So FYI, I did have a Summer Walker song on this list. Yeah, it, it was up Speaking there. Of- and it's at like 90 something where it deserves. Speaking of tanking songs, and speaking of tank, I had two tank songs pretty high on this list, and you guys tanked both of those for whatever reason. That I, I deserve really 2021. Like it was okay. Like, uh, I didn't get the big hype by that one. At ET Bowser, this is not, you know, I got soul speak. <laughs> I actually yes. really like I, I actually really like the two tank songs. Uh, I don't know why you guys tanked it. I feel like tank still has a lot left in the tank. So I think tank is. <laughs> oh, how long would you say that, that one? Oh, tank man. is a great vocalist, but mm, wait, these Ed, songs ain't doing it. Time out. Can we get the can we talk challenge from you right now, live on the podcast? No, look, player. It's all of these can we talks. I see why she's not talking to y'all because I have heard some dry vocals. You know, I'm not going to contribute to that. Oh. Shout out to Arrow. Eric Robinson had a great rendition. I've heard some good ones, but some of y'all need to stop talking for a oh. minute. Oh, man. And you give us a teaser? When do, we, 
Yeah, can we can get the bridge? A, can you give us a no? Can you give us a teaser of who who uh, it didn't go so well for? Oh. Please, no. We already had to send Tank and others to ET Bowser. We don't send anybody more. Anybody? Oh. Else. So, like, <laughs> we're, we're chilling. If but your Tom, feelings are hurt, it's probably you. That's all I'm saying. But Tom, for some reason, Ed wanted Tory Lanez to do the Can We Talk Challenge. I don't know why. Oh wow! Because some people just like to see the world burn. I just wanted to see like the internet implode. Mm. Was auto tune allowed on the on these uh, challenges or no? I I've seen some auto tune on the challenges. That's why <laughs> wow. I'm so mad. Yes, I've seen. Uh, no, wow. Uh, Tom, did you see Jacquees's rendition of the uh, national anthem? No, I did not see okay. that. What you happened? didn't? No. Why would I see that? Where would you're, I see that? You're a stronger man than me. I saw it, and lot years were taken off my life. <laughs> Listen, if he tried his best, what else can you say? Did he? I don't know. I didn't see it. I'll send it to you after. If I tried to fly an airplane and I crashed it, well, he tried his best. How about I don't fly? How about you don't sing a song you can't sing? We'll all be safer. All right, relax. Uh, Next record here at number eight is, I'm trying to pronounce this person's name right, Sidibi? Is that how you pronounce their name, Tom? I believe it's Sidibi. Sidibi, okay. Uh, Ready Enough. which we yeah. just discovered this song like last week, and it uh, ended up at number uh, eight. That's it's, pretty cool. It, it's our own fault, though, because we featured her up on the site before, and because she's been working with Warren Campbell for years, and, right. including this song. And it's just really good. It's a good we stumbled upon it. Really, really good song. Yes, it, it was the, la- the last addition to the list. So being number eight seems crazy, but the song is great, y'all. Yes. Uh, number seven, this was actually my number one song of the year. I'm just going to lay that out here right now, is the Victoria Monet record, Coastin. And let me tell you why this was my number one. Not only are we just talking about the the nostalgic production, the great chorus, but there's a line in the song where she says, uh, you're astronomically fine. And if you can put that in a lyric and have it sound great, you're in. So that was my number one uh, right there. <laughs> I don't know about that, but the song is great. We love Victoria. She's just one of those artists that just feels like she's just destined to blow and it just doesn't happen, but she needs to. This is a great song. I like the previous song, Friend You Can Keep, better than that, but still a good song. All right. Uh, Number six. Tom, I'm actually really surprised you have this high up on your list, which is the Silk Sonic record, Leave the Door Open, because I remember the podcast we did. This was a huge moment for the culture right here, this song, I'd say. What? <laughs> I mean, it's like I said, it's not a bad song, but it's just not the 1987 countdown. It's 2021. But I knew it was a popular song, so I had to, I had to rank it where I figured people would want it. So that's mm. what I did for this song. Uh-huh. Well, we get to number two and we go to the 2005 106 and part countdown it'll be all good well we're not there yet we still have to go to the year 2001 this after seven record man <laughs> yes of, man of, made true. a man of me very Ed. true man i love this song and yes i said in my review that this song this album sounds like it was plucked from 1999 i'm okay with that i don't care because if the music's good the music's good i almost plucked from 2021 you don't know what you're gonna get i heard that roddy rich album Yes. So anyway, when it comes to this song, it just gives me vintage after seven. There's that word again. It gives me what I want to hear from them. And this is just a well-written, well-sung song. 
All right. So we're now down to number four, and I thank everyone for tuning in with us for this entire countdown. We got to go with the Salam Remy and Claudette Ortiz record. All I need is you, Tom, your number one song. I thought this was going to end up at number one just because we all, the reaction I've seen to the song was amazing. This is not even a new song. I believe this mm. was recorded years ago. Uh, people thought Claudette was coming back. That definitely was not the case. But my boy Salam Remy, legendary producer, can do no wrong. Absolutely love this song. Love this song, too. I, I didn't love it as much as everybody else. I'm sure I had it like 10 spaces lower or whatever. But this was a really, really fun song. And you know I'm a Claudette stan. So what can I do? Actually, <sighs> I, you had it 32 uh, spots lower. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. 10, 10, 32, whatever. But I love the song, though. 10 32 close enough wait till chris brown drops his next 40 song record and i'll be like 40 10 close enough look i, look, I barely survived alicia i can't do another one y'all oh stop see, it please see the alicia one i thought was kind of cool because she had 10 songs but she just made a remix to each song so that's no, different it was Isn't not that... cool. No, 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 no. I'm you're gonna get me on it because I talk about this in my review. This is what I felt like. Oh, and 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 definitely send the tweets to ET Bowser. You know, I got soul has nothing to do with what's about to be said. This is what this album sounded like to me. I felt like Alicia recorded verse the first album and was like, you know what? This is nothing but boring piano ballads. Let me step it up. So then she brought in Mike Will remix the whole thing but instead of editing the good songs together she just dropped the whole thing and was like here y'all pick and choose what you want that's why i guess the stands were mad because it's like you said that this song was great and this song was great why is that i why is the ranking so low because <laughs> if she took the eight good songs and made one album that's a great album if you got eight good songs on a 30 track album that's not a good batting average. The album isn't good. It was a mess. You take the best and give us the finished product. You don't give us everything and have a shifting through the trash like a raccoon. That's not the way that this is supposed to work. Raccoons. Wow. <laughs> Tom, what Inter was Interestingly enough, no one calls her debut a boring piano album. They call it a classic. Then it's sad that it's come to this, that you can't make that type of music anymore. Nope, uh, and I'm glad you brought that up because someone tried to call me out for that. There's a big difference. Go listen to the songs on that album. Yes, it's a piano ballad. I'm a fan of piano ballads. It's a piano ballad that still has passion in the lyrics, in the delivery, and the production. You can't just be doing la 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 and you sound in half sleep. I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> There's no song on that album that sounds like that. But it's about 10 of them that sound like that on this new album. Hmm. Shout outs to uh, Alicia Keys, I guess. Um, that was the soul and stereo.com commentary. You know, yes. I got soul. Alicia Keys, we, we love you. We love I love you, you too until 2010. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one we have is Eric Roberson, Lessons. Tom had it at number two. Ed had it at number one. And it ends up at number three on our list. Kyle had it at number what, 87? 36, actually. <laughs> okay. One spot behind Summer Walker on the countdown. Right, well, yes. Well, you know, we I, I'm still <laughs> waiting for Summer Walker to do the Can We Talk Challenge, so we got to give her some props. What? So. That's the day I <laughs> throw this phone in the trash, finally. Anyway, 
I love this song. I think that when we talk about what R&B should embody from the storytelling to the, the impassioned delivery and the stripped downness, I think, and we were just talking about boring piano ballads or whatever. This is a very stripped down song that doesn't have a lot of production, but it's the performance that takes that thing to the next level. Yeah. It's the writing that takes it to the next level. He's talking about how all the garbage in his life led him to this perfect person. It's not, you can tell an adult wrote this and not today's children where it's like, oh, I just hate you. I'm gonna burn everything and kill you. Like mm -hmm. he's taking the struggles <laughs> of the past and moving forward. I love this song. I love the message behind it. Best song to give to me, no question. Mm. That bridge, Kyle. The bridge is no, good. The bridge is probably the best of you too. The bridge is good. The bridge is good. I mean, Ed, you can't, you can't, you know, be upset if the youngins feel like it's too boring. No, I'm not. I'm not mad at that because it's, it's opinions. Like you might think yeah. it's boring. I might think that's, you know, that's is what it is. But I still think that there's still, quote unquote lessons to be learned from this type of R&B. Because if we look at the writing, the stripped down, like we don't have to have a, everything has to have a bouncy beat. I'm okay with mellow. I'm okay with that. But you just have to have some oomph to it. And that's, that's what a lot of, I, I keep picking on Summer because she's an easy target. But a lot <laughs> of the music, her last album actually wasn't like this, but like some of the earlier stuff. Like there's just a mellow, keel, flatness that the song never hits the next gear you just talked about that bridge listen to how that takes it to another level yeah. this hits all the beats mm. uh the next record uh, we have here um uh, is chandler by joyce rice um great record d mal produced it again uh dynamic production and takes us back to the 2000s here tom First of all, I, I didn't catch the uh, the title. Like, what is it referencing in the song? I guess a guy, I think. Uh, yeah, they don't ever say who Chandler is. Is Chandler a, a man's name? Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a dude's name. Uh, I thought uh, at first I thought the, the title was Chandelier. I'm like, what is oh. this? <laughs> Chandelier? What? You throwing <laughs> vowels and consonants in it? Like, they don't have that many letters. <laughs> but I yes, I said Chuck E. Cheese. Like, what? But, <laughs> fun uh you know catchy song just i love it you know it it does sound it does take me back but look up through that era i didn't up the 70s and 80s so i i kind of like going back this time it doesn't sound like she's copying that era yeah. it still sounds like it could be new so i'm not bad at it yeah. And I mean, you know, I this is my favorite song from that album. I was shocked to see it at number two, to be honest. I knew it would be here, but I didn't think it'd be number two. But I mean, we can get into like copying and paying a homage. That's subjective. I don't think either are copying. I think this one pays homage just like some of the others on the list. But it's just so fun. And I think it's like if it's not the first song on the album, it's like the second. It's a great way to kick off the album. So one of my favorites of the year. Very happy to see it at number two. Yeah, I think that was what I really liked about this song the most was that it was the opening track to the album, to a great album, and it really just mm -hmm. set the tone for the rest of it. So well done, guys. We we got Joyce on here. She's at number two, which leaves us with one more record here, number one. And I think when we put this list together, I already had predicted that this would be the number one song um, yeah. of the year. I think it was pretty obvious, uh, and that is the Shindella's Volcano Love. 
I predicted it as well. Um, I even though I like um when you're lonely better personally, I just feel like this one resonates more so I can understand its placement. But everything I ranted and raved about at number 10 spot or wherever that song was, just double it for this. It's just what we want. And for those who say, oh, it sounds old, and there, shout out to the Soul and Stereo Cypher on Facebook. There's some of my boys there. They were just like, oh, this sounds too old. And that's subjective. That's cool. But I love that it's well written. I love they're actually singing. There's layers to the music. It doesn't sound like they recorded it on their phone 30 minutes before they put it on Spotify. Like there was actual artistry here. Like that's why I love the Chanelos album. Yes. It was my, it was in my top five. I can't remember if it was three or four for the year but it's one of the best albums of the year. This is one of the best songs, no doubt. Yes. It's interesting. This is a good representation of our countdown overall because the majority of what we had high up had a vintage feel, had a nostalgic feel. And I think the artists who are getting it right tap into that a bit, you know, make it um, nostalgic, but still make it current. I think, I don't know if we're just getting old and, and longing for that or we recognize that's what's quality at this point. But you know, to me, that's what's good right now. Those who can who can bank on those traditional sounds and what influenced them and bring it current. This song certainly has a vintage feel, yeah. as most of our top 10 does. And shout out to the Shindellas. Shout out to our boys, Chuck Harmony, Claude Kelly, Louis York. No doubt. Yeah. Hear them right here. And Tom, it was Tom, to your um point, just real quick, Kyle, to yeah. your point about like the throwback feel and the difference that I feel. If you look back, look at some of the biggest hits of the 90s. Puffy stuff specifically, all sampled from the 70s. And yeah. the thing is, a hit is a hit is a hit in any decade. And if you can replicate that, but make it your own, that's cool. The issue I have with some of these others, Tory Lanez, Weekend, some of these other dudes, is it doesn't feel like they're making it their own. It feels like here's a song that I'm going to just sing over top of. And I, like you're not making it your own. Take what's been done, put your own stamp on it, and then give us something new instead of just like like those old things that they used to iron on your T-shirts back in the day. And I feel like that was some of these 80s and 90s songs. You're just ironing your face over something. Like, I still see the real song. Mm. You're not fooling me. <laughs> give me a mix of the two, and then we can take it to the next level. Every song in this top 10 does that. And also, well, lastly, actually, yeah, all that Tar Heels fan said, we're just actually getting old. We're going to be walking with a cane. Well, that is true, too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't wait to have a cane. It's going to be like the godfather. <laughs> well, yes, I will have my cane. Let, let me bring up this last point about this Shindellas record. It's six minutes long. So, Oh, yes. Yeah. Our attention yeah. spans are still there, guys. Six <laughs> minutes long. I'm with it. Now, why are we having albums with 50 songs at all two minutes long? Wait, you guys made it to the end of that song? Tom's doing that Amazon preview thing where he listens to it for 30 seconds and goes on to the next. I used to do that. Oh, <laughs> there is a whole culture of album reviewers on my Twitter that reviews an album by listening to the 30 second snippet. Get off my timeline. All right. Um, I think that sums up this list pretty, uh, pretty well here. Uh, a lot of artists that showed up multiple times. I want to just shout them out really quickly. Shindellas, After Seven, India Sean, Jimmy Jam, Her, uh, Victoria Monet, Joyce Rice. There's a lot of people. Raheem Devon. 
But this is only, we only really did our top 40. If you go through that entire list, which you can find on SoInStereo.com and you know I got Soul.com, you'll see a pretty diverse list of R&B. Uh, I'm going to ask you guys this before we get out of here. As you go through this list and you listen to all this music, what are your overall thoughts on 2021 R&B? Was it better than 2020? Personally, I think so. And I, I know that, again, this is a subjective question. So your the way you measure success is different. If you measure success by how many R&B songs were in mainstream culture, then yeah, it was garbage. But it ain't 1994, and that's not going to happen. I judge things by quality and a lot. And, you know, I'm an album guy, so it's a lot based in albums. When I look at my top list of the year, be sure to go check that out on Soul and Stereo, the top 50 albums. There are more R&B albums in that list than I've had in a long time. Usually the top 10 is like two and that's it. This year was split between that and hip hop. So I think this was a solid year. There was some that ranked really, really high. Shindellas, so, um, Silk Sonic, Anthony Hamilton, um, Snow, um, Raheem Devon, of course, and Apollo Brown. There were just some really, really good albums. Didn't get a lot of buzz after seven. Didn't get a lot of buzz, but the quality was there. So to me, way better year in 2021 than 2020 or the past few years, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, if you compare this list of the past few years, I'd say it's better than 2020, better than 2019. I'd have to go back and revisit before that. But um, but on a secondary note to that, I don't think it means that R&B is making a comeback. Because if you think about it, all these artists are over 30 easily on this list most some a lot are over 40 so it's not like army's making a comeback i'm just happy these artists are still here making good music i hope the younger generation will step it up and follow in their lead which they will i'm pretty sure they will there's a lot of promising acts out there victoria monet actually i don't know if she's under 30 she might be over no i don't think so uh joyce is probably over 30. joyce rice is under so joyce is for sure yeah we have that going for us um, <laughs> uh, I think that's it, guys, for uh, this week's podcast. Uh, tune in maybe next week when we start eating ice cream together. Actually, I think next week is like the holidays, so maybe not. But we'll be back soon to talk about more R&B. Um, everyone stay safe out there. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll continue to represent R&B, talk about R&B, and uh, go on the site, you know, I got slow.com as well as soinstereal.com. Check out the entire list. Fight us if you want because you feel like a song should have been higher on the list. Uh, I know the Normani fans are going to come at us. And again, let me explain. I thought Ed was going to nominate this song, but he didn't. And I didn't either. So then we couldn't actually rank it. So it like defaulted to 100 as a placeholder. So it probably would have ranked a little higher. But uh, yeah, don't come at us for that. I love how I take the bullet in this. And I wouldn't have put the song on there anyway. So... Whatever. All right, go let E.T. Bowser from Normani fans. <laughs> yes, do that. <laughs> All right, uh, Tom, I think that's it. So that's it. So we'll uh, we'll tune back in another day and talk more R&B. But until then, guys, stay safe, and uh, we'll be back soon.